0: Focus. Focus. The tide is coming in.
1: But we've just begun our picnic!
0: We aren't done with our game! Collect your beach blankets and playthings while you can. For the tide waits. For no man.
1: All right, welcome back to our podcast. This is our first round playoff preview, New Year's Six Bowl preview. This is Processing College Football, the college football podcast designed to educate and entertain. I'm Jason Randazza, your host and my co host over there in sunny Princeton, New Jersey, is Mark Catlin. Every week we process the highlights of the college football world, and I make Mark explain everything I don't understand. Mark, how are you?
0: I'm great. Uh, I'm not sure where sunny Princeton, New Jersey is, but I'm in the not so sunny Princeton, New Jersey. Well, um,
1: <laughs> it is nighttime. It's very dark.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good, man. We had a good Christmas. Uh, was that I yesterday? Know. Yeah, yesterday. Um, so we've been relaxing with the fam, having some fun, and now it's time to get back to work.
1: Yeah, actually, so that means we're 0 for 2 on... Uh, wishing our fans uh, (laughs) happy holidays. We
0: don't care about you guys.
1: (laughs) We missed our recording last week. Uh, So, uh, I hope everybody had a good Christmas if you celebrate it, or uh, maybe time off work if you got it. Um, So, yeah, the only question I have is, where were we last week?
0: That's a good question. I was just telling you I was trying to think about last week and I can't even remember. I don't even remember. Suffice it to say, we were... in the holiday Doing craze. things other
1: than recording podcasts, yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I don't have anything else to ask you about on the top of the show, and we have a lot of big games to discuss, so let's just jump into it. Let's do it. Alright, so, before we get into it, though, uh, if you at home have any questions you want to stance it topics you want us to discuss or terms you want us to define, send them in at processing CFB on Twitter or processing college football at gmail.com. You can email us. We have two more shows before the season officially ends here. Uh, only one game I want to actually talk about. We previewed a, a few games for the ole, early, the oily bowl season. Um, but only I only want to talk about the Chirabundi Boca Raton Bowl, you know, because it's uh, it's like a historically important bowl, you know. <laughs> Cherubundi <laughs> has a long history of sponsoring bowl games, and uh, this year they were sponsoring the NIU UAB game, uh, which was very exciting. This was the third time UAB had gone to a bowl, and they ended up winning thirty-seven to thirteen. They UAB dominated in this game. I'm really happy with how this ended up. I actually am currently wearing the commemorative UAB Chirabundi Boca Raton Bowl champion t-shirt that I ordered the second they won this game. They scored on the first play from scrimmage, and really it was never close uh, the whole game. Um, And they were playing with that backup quarterback who's a freshman who will be with us for, uh, you know, at least next year and probably beyond that. So I I think UAB returns a lot. Uh, Coach Bill Clark will be with us um, for the foreseeable future. So this was a really good year for UAB. First-ever bowl win, first-ever Conference USA win. Uh, It was a big deal. Did you get to watch any of
0: this? I didn't get to watch the actual game. I watched some of the highlights. Who was that wide receiver who was scoring touchdowns every oh,
1: Xavier Ubosi. Dude, so what
0: was that yeah. guy's stats? He had like seven receptions for two hundred and thirty yards or something. And like three touchdowns <laughs> yeah. or something. Insane. Yeah. The he highlights was... were just like another bomb, another bomb, another bomb. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> and yeah, and so that quarterback, he makes bold plays. He's not afraid to like throw it into coverage. And sometimes it doesn't work out so well, but um he was, he was connecting with, yeah, Xavier Ubosi, who unfortunately is a senior and will be uh, moving on from uh, UAB after this. But he did really well, helped us win the game. Responsible for, yeah, I think three of the touchdowns. Yeah, heck of a game, though.
0: I mean, I, we've, we've talked about it before, but um, I mean, legitimately an historic season, not just for the UAB program, but in college football. Uh, yeah. with not existing a couple of years ago and now coming back to win a conference championship, their first ever bowl game, etc. I mean, an, an, an incredible season for really anybody uh, to, uh, to do what they did this year, but especially given the circumstances. So extremely excited for the Blazers and for Birmingham. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if Bill Clark can keep it going the next couple of years. And unfortunately, he didn't win every Coach of the Year award, although, as you would admit, he certainly should have. He should have. Uh, but, you know, Coach Saban has to get a couple. And, of course, Brian Kelly needs one. Brian Kelly, <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> Two years after going 3-9 and nine or whatever, he gets a, yeah, a Coach of the Year award. You know, it's actually funny because after UAB won this game, I had a dream that... Uh, and I've been talking about this all season, about how... Uh, they were making a movie like Disney was going to make a a football movie about UAB season but it was weird because I had the dream and then like I woke up and I didn't remember it right away but a few days later I was like wait are they making a movie and I had to like look <laughs> online for any evidence of that and I was like did yeah. I read that somewhere and I was like no wait it must have been a dream
0: no um, I literally created the scenario and then later it was seemed real. very
1: realistic
0: that's fantastic uh, Anyway,
1: in other general news, before we move on to uh, the remainder of our, well, basically the bulk of our show, or the the previews, um, Urban Meyer apparently isn't retiring. He's actually going to stay on it at Ohio State, at the Ohio State.
0: Teaching. Ohio State University. Teaching
1: a character and leadership class in the Fisher College
0: of Business.
1: Yeah. Leadership. (laughs) character Character. Urban Meyer those three three words go together I mean
0: (laughs) it's uh you know it's an interesting move I mean so uh, he is retiring from coaching football allegedly uh, and it's been said he's not you know it's Ryan Day's job he's not whatever it's a little weird I would guess for Ryan Day because Urban Meyer is also the assistant athletic director and he's teaching his class so his shadow is still around, you know. He only went like what eighty-two and nine or something ridiculous in his season at <laughs> Ohio State. Um, so it's an interesting move, it, you know, because you thought maybe Ohio State was trying to rid themselves of Urban Meyer and the whole debacle and everything that went down in his health. And it's like, nope, they're up. They're actually going to double down on Urban Meyer. They're yeah. going to move him up, give him more influence in all of athletics. And they're going to give him influence in the classroom to do character and leadership classes in their school of business. Of course. Uh, Basically,
1: to to hire the two things which he was accused of lacking. <laughs> Urban Meyer, character and leadership. Yikes. Yeah, I'm in gonna... to...
0: Well, there it is. There it is. The Ohio it's State ba- University.
1: I, I kind of want to take it. I don't know if they offer it online, but i would be interested.
0: <laughs> That's right. Can you can you uh, you know Skype in, Facetime would,
1: in? I'd be interested in auditing it. Wow. I have no doubt someone will record that and that will be online. So I mean,
0: uh, I would have some questions for Urban Meyer. Hey, Urban Meyer, just a uh, you know just do like a test case, real quick. Let's say you're the head coach of a football team. I mean there's just so many questions I could go through with that. It'd be really interesting. But you know
1: arguably he could he could respond to that by saying, you know I know a little bit about leadership uh, he, he could basically serve as a cautionary tale or you know uh, someone who made a lot of mistakes and he he could say that he's learned
0: from him. you know he uh, is he is uh, co-teaching the class with someone so maybe that is the point. Hey, Urban. Uh, now that I've said all these things why don't you give us uh, a foil for what we shouldn't be just tell one of your stories
1: let's just review those press conferences from last year
0: oh man that was rough
1: alright well I don't have any more to say it's just baffling frankly Uh, I don't know We'll, we'll continue to keep you updated at home as we learn more um Alright, but let's talk let's talk New Year's Six. Alright, so we have the New Year's Six games, appropriately named because they all happen on New Year's Day. Oh wait a second. No they don't. Uh, so so I literally you, I
0: literally almost corrected you, it's like hey people, <laughs> They don't happen on New Year's Day.
1: Uh, the New year yeah but they call them the New year thing well, it's it's around they, the new year okay so just going back into bullhead they never all happened on the same day did they
0: you know i I think they may have all happened on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day uh, okay see but, that makes more sense but they've changed it for... right because there was so
1: much blow up about them playing games on New Year's Eve yeah, and looks. and trying to start a quote-unquote new tradition. Uh, yeah, let me just tell you, when my wife wanted to go out on New Year's Eve and I told her, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm <laughs> celebrating a new tradition of watching college football. It did not go over well. Huh, uh, she did let me do it, but uh, I say let me do it. She, she conceded. Uh, the importance of it, I suppose. But, uh, you know, she thought I was being silly, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I think that probably Bill Hancock or whoever is making these decisions uh, also thought it was silly when everybody told him it was. So they've moved it. Anyway, so for those who don't know, every year two of the New Year's Six games are the first two games in the first round uh, of the college football playoffs. So this year, it's the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. So uh, those games are actually played on December 29th because the final game, the national championship game, is usually played uh, the beginning of the second week in January. So for December 29th, we have the Cotton Bowl and the, the Orange Bowl, but we also have a noon game at uh, on ESPN which is the Peach Bowl. It's number 7, Michigan, playing against number 10, Florida. So Michigan is favored to win by about 6 points. This is kind of an odd game because I think this is the third-ish year in a row that they've played each other, and I don't think that this is specifically done to, I don't know, harken back to some historic rivalry. I don't think Florida... And Michigan are very logical rivals or anything. But they played in the Citrus Bowl in 2016, which was, I guess, technically the 2015 season. But then they played again the next year to open, the 2017 season. Both times, Michigan recorded lopsided wins against Florida. And frankly, I I think it's going to be lopsided again in Michigan's favor. Michigan's defense is far superior and is going against Florida's already weak offense. I I don't know. I I think it could be something like 35-10. Thirty-five, ten. Florida's not very good. I don't know what. What are your thoughts here?
0: They're not very good, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Gators to win outright. Anyway, I think Dan <gasps> Mullen brings the team together. Had an extra month or so to to practice, come up with something that Michigan hasn't seen. Dan Mullen's got a good offensive mind. Um, I think Florida pulls it out, twenty-four, twenty-three. Really. And Michigan was playing for a Big Ten championship, but now they're playing for nothing.
1: Okay. And Florida is playing for Dan Mullen's honor? Pride? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I know. don't know.
0: It's a great place for Florida to land after a really weird season, so they they're excited to be there, whereas Michigan might be disappointed that they're, you know, playing on December 29th, but in the peach bowl instead of the cotton or orange.
1: It is definitely more of a It's a Florida consolation crowd. prize
0: for Michigan. Oh yeah. Okay. Florida crowd, yeah.
1: Yeah, down there in sunny Georgia. I mean, if oh, you really yes.
0: just—if you want me to be honest, I just I don't want the SEC to lose to Michigan. I'm trying to find something for Florida to win.
1: I don't want Florida to win against anyone. Why? Because
0: 'Cause they're Florida. And I mean, come on, I just. You want? Michigan
1: I, I I've said it before this season. I'll I'll say it again. College football is just better when Florida is terrible.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I forgot. You're a... forgot about
1: that. I'm a purist. Yeah, I just... I don't know. All right, let's move on to games of actual consequence. Let's talk the 4 p.m. College Bowl. And I'm just going to save us time. All of these games are on ESPN. ESPN basically owns all the bowl games. Uh, this is where they make all their money. So, uh, 4 p.m. game, Cotton Bowl. Number two ranked Clemson against number three ranked Notre Dame. Notre Dame's ranked number three. However, Clemson is still favored by 13 points. You know, I've been down on Notre Dame all season. I say all season, basically. For, for as long as i fo- followed college football, I've been down on Notre Dame. Um,
0: but there's a because reason for that.
1: There is a reason for that because, <laughs> I don't know, like they get in these high-profile situations and then they just blow it. Uh, but Jason, but
0: when's the first time you ever watched the Notre Dame football game?
1: Legitimately, yeah, 2012 national title game. Yeah. And Alabama crushed them. And the question was, why were they there in the first place? And <laughs> nobody has answered that question since. I feel but like you're still wondering why they
0: have a football program. Why? Is this... Is this a Why team is Brian was... Kelly
1: coach of the year? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I've been down on them this season because of their weak strength of schedule, and that's not their fault. They, they scheduled teams who, at the beginning of the year, we actually thought would have been good teams, and they did beat Michigan, and Michigan was a pretty good team. Uh, but to be fair, Clemson's strength of schedule isn't light years better. They won the ACC in one of the weakest years on record the question who have they played applies as much to Notre Dame as it does to Clemson uh so yeah and I mean like heaven's sake Clemson played Pitt in the title game uh so I don't know there's a lot of stats we could ravel off to give us confidence in what Clemson has to offer on defense uh and I think that's probably what will win them this game although on offense they also have uh, Trevor Lawrence who's probably a top 10 quarterback uh, in college football this year and they have they have Travis Etienne who's responsible for about like 1.6 touchdowns a game or something like yeah 21 on the season so uh, i don't know Notre Dame does not have any star players uh, Ian Book is is capable but he's not world beating and their their lead rusher has 500 fewer yards i, I don't think that Clemson will show up in this game this seems like a much more lopsided game than Clemson Ohio State uh from what was that was that last year that was last year right
0: no last year it was Clemson Alabama
1: in the first in the, round in okay the first round, so yeah. two years ago so you know Clemson beat Ohio State 31 to zero two years ago so I'm gonna say Clemson wins this one 38 to zero
0: wow yeah I don't I mean, I'm not going to give Notre Dame much of a chance, although here again, I would love for Notre Dame to win, because then if Alabama wins, we're playing Notre Dame for the national championship, and it might be a lot like the uh, 2012 season, which would be wonderful. Um, but I think Clemson's going to win. You know, it's somewhat news. So it's a pretty big player. Dexter Lawrence is out of this game for Clemson, as far as I know. So, uh, right now, Dexter Lawrence being one of their. This star is one defensive lineman. Uh, this is for the failed. drug test. Yeah, he failed the drug test. Yeah,
1: has that been confirmed now?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if like the B sample has been run through, but he's out. As the last I heard, he's out right now. Oh, that's not great. Um, so I, I think if he were in there, it would be maybe a thirty-eight nothing. I think with him out, he really is a big piece. You know, he's a star player, um, but I, I mean. I, I mean, Notre Dame's going to score some points. Uh, I think, again... Two
1: years ago, you would have said Ohio State will score some points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is very true. Um, But I also think, I mean, with this, this is... You have this amount of time to plan for a game, to scheme for a game, to study your opponent, to practice, to heal up, to do whatever. I think Notre Dame's going to come out was something for Clemson that Clemson hasn't seen. They'll find some sort of weakness, like... The Clemson South Carolina game. South Carolina was able to pass the ball effectively against Clemson. Ian Book is is a good quarterback. Uh, he's pretty accurate, but he's also mobile when things break down, which will probably happen a lot with Clemson's defensive line. I think it'll be a little bit closer. I don't think Clemson's going to cover. I think they win, but it'll be thirty-one to twenty Clemson.
1: Okay, all right. So, both of us have Clemson in the national title game. Yes. I think that's right. Then, let's move on to the Orange Bowl. This is 8 p.m. This is number one-ranked Alabama, a two-touchdown favorite going against number four-ranked Oklahoma. So, there's a few things to note here as far as who's playing with what. So, there were reports out today that Kyler Murray is ill, a little under the weather, Uh Everyone seems to think that he'll be fine. He'll definitely be playing on Saturday. Uh, But there was a report that he was not at practice today, Wednesday. Um, And then Tua was quoted as being at about 80 or 85% following his ankle surgery. I think that report came out maybe on Monday. Um, I don't know that he's expected to play. I haven't seen any any reports that says he will be playing, or at least he will not be starting. Um, So on top of that, Alabama also suspended three other players um, for violating team rules. I I don't know that I ever got any clarification on what that meant, uh, but one of them was a starting offensive lineman, uh, Deontay Brown. Um, So that's a pretty big loss. So I I think Oklahoma actually stands a decent shot here just because I think they are so explosive on offense. And assuming Kyler Murray is playing, um, I I think they could get out to an early lead. Uh, they, They can swing the momentum towards themselves. Uh, and if Tua doesn't play, uh, Jalen's strength historically has not been to to match that explosiveness. He's largely been like slow and methodical, um, and uh, and I don't know that that matches up well. But this also kind of relies on Oklahoma <laughs> making a stop, and I'm not sure if that happens. But maybe Alabama commits a turnover or something, uh, uh, and uh, Oklahoma is able to kind of pull ahead early and keep the lead, um, throughout. The only, the only thing I will say is if, if Alabama, well, you know what, if Alabama wants to win this game, I think slow and methodical is probably a a good strategy. It worked for army through four quarters. So if Alabama can retain the ball, march down the field slowly, burn time off the clock and consistently score, then, then they can win here. Um, but because I have a habit of picking against Alabama and being wrong, uh, I'm going to say Oklahoma wins this one, 42-30. Wow.
0: 42-30?
1: Oh, yeah. Oklahoma puts up points. Bama's
0: going to score 30. Wow, this is insane. I like it, Jason. That was great. Um, wow, let's hope that streak continues there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it hasn't failed
1: me yet. Or yeah, I'm still, I'm maybe it did in the Auburn game. I need a game. second.
0: I need a second to recover. Okay. Uh, on the Tua thing, eighty to eighty-five percent. I think that was even today that he was saying he was eighty to eighty-five. Um, I, 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 everything that I see, Tua keeps saying he's gonna play. <clears throat> no, they have come out and said who's gonna start, which I think is interesting. Uh, um, I think two has taken all the the reps at the number one position in practice. I would be really surprised if he doesn't start. Really, <clears throat> I will also be just because I, I mean it just seems like that's what they're gonna do. I would rather him not start. I would rather mm-hmm. Jalen play because I think Alabama can beat Oklahoma with Jalen, especially with what with what he showed against Georgia. He's obviously improved as a quarterback uh, in, in the passing game and ability to read a defense. Um, but okay,
1: Oklahoma doesn't have a defense. Does that throw a wrench into? The
0: works? <laughs> it throws a wonderful wrench into, Robbie. If you want to call it, <laughs> it. How can you read a defense if it's not there? What? Well, <laughs> no, that's funny. But the, that's why I think you played. I think you start and play Jalen in this game. Keep Tua out, so he has another week to heal before we have to play Clemson. I'm obviously going to pick Alabama to win this game because right. I think I think Jalen can beat Oklahoma. I'm not sure that he can beat Clemson uh, because of Oklahoma's lack of defense and Clemson has a very good defense. So I'm I'm hoping they don't start Tua because if he's not 100, percent I don't want him to play. Jalen's shown that he can do this; he can do it against a team that has no defense. And he doesn't have to be the most accurate. He doesn't have to go through all of his reads and progression and see some really confusing defense. I mean, and he can break out of the pocket and just start running and probably run for 40 yards a pop if he wants to. Uh, I mean, nothing quite like that. But I think that's where I see – or that's what I hope happens. I hope they start Jalen and play him. I hope they rest Tua. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to roll Tua out there. Now, if they do – And Tua is not mobile in the pocket, like he's not spinning around and breaking out and running and all that kind of stuff. Then I think he's you gotta have a quick hook, you gotta get him out of there, um, and put Jalen in so that he doesn't get hurt. I think they'll start Tua if he doesn't look good, they'll pull him quickly. I hope they start Jalen. Those are my thoughts on Tua. Okay. Uh, The Deontay Brown thing would be concerning. He he's a starting offensive lineman, sort of. Um. He's started here and there, but so has Lester Cotton, his backup. So Lester Cotton has started. He's been a three-year starter, and Deontay Brown started to replace him a little bit this year. So it's not like we have this three-year starter, Deontay Brown, who's uh, not going to be in there, and we have Lester Cotton, who's some true freshman who's never played a game before. Lester Cotton knows what's going on. I think that's going to be fine.
1: I mean, I read an article (laughs) that the headline was, Alabama suspends four-star offensive lineman will replace him with another, basically another four-star <laughs> right. offensive
0: lineman. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't I don't think that's going to be a huge issue, again, especially against Oklahoma's defense. I think another interesting question, he's kind of fallen off the radar, but Terrell Lewis, outside linebacker who tore his ACL back in July, he's, had, he's now had several weeks of practice to try to get healthy i haven't heard anything about whether he's going to start it looks like he's at practice he's uh going through all the drills etc if he starts that would be a huge boost to uh the defense in that pass rush because he's an absolute monster coming out from the outside so that's another thing to look for not only does Tua start as Jalen but also does Terrell Lewis is he able to play any uh he would probably play only as like a third down pass rushing specialist but man that would be pretty huge i think um, and then, I mean, when so those are the individual things. When you look at the actual game, I mean, it <laughs> it sizes up to be a pretty exciting offensive battle. Scoring offense national rank. I'll give you some national rankings on offense scoring offense. Oklahoma one, Alabama mm-hmm. two. Uh, total offense so yardage Oklahoma one, Alabama seven. Uh, third down efficiency Oklahoma five, Alabama two. Uh, red zone offense. This is where it gets a little shaky for Bama. OU's 14th in red zone offense. Uh, UA is 6th. Uh, UA. Alabama is 67th. Now... 67th. 67th in red zone offense, which is... Out of... Out of Like 130. 130. Yeah. So... Wow. They're like right there in the middle of the pack. Not great.
1: That's the juicy part of the curve. Good job, <laughs> Alabama.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, but... In terms of, you know, where it matters, how many points you score, Oklahoma, Alabama right there, neck and neck, Oklahoma 1, Alabama 2. But then when you flip to defense, this is what we're saying. This is where it all kind of falls apart for Oklahoma, I think. Scoring defense, Oklahoma 96th, Alabama 4th. Scoring defense? Scoring defense, Alabama's 4th in the country. Um, Total defense, Oklahoma 108th, Alabama 10th. UAB, mind you, 11th in that category. Yeah, all right. Third down defense, Oklahoma 112th, Alabama 8th. Red zone defense. Now, remember, Alabama's red zone offense, 67th in the country. Red zone defense, uh, Oklahoma, 128th in the country, Alabama Third in red zone defense. Wow. Opposite ends of the spectrum there. In all those categories, Alabama is top 10, and Oklahoma is only top 101.
1: Wow. And they're in the playoff.
0: And they're in the playoff. So here's here's what that
1: to me just says how incredible their offense is.
0: Yes, Kyler Murray is insane. Their offense has had to carry them the entire year. They've scored at least 28 points in every game they are in the, at the top of nearly every offensive category their defense has been abysmal but then when you come up against an Alabama team that can kind of match you in your offense especially if two is healthy but then rolls out a defense like we can roll out, I just don't see that Oklahoma can keep pace at the end of the day really what it comes down to is Alabama is going to get a few more stops than Oklahoma does and I mean that's just kind of what it comes down to and so I think because of that, Oklahoma will get their 28 points but Alabama will score 52 Alabama wins 52
1: 28 Wow wow not not even an overtime or anything okay yeah
0: 52 28 right. Alabama.
1: well here's hoping all right so you have you have Clemson Alabama what what round is this the third fourth How many times have they played each other? This this will be 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 round four, four,
0: yeah. Two national championships last year in the playoff. This would be round three in the national championship. This would be the rubber match for the championship.
1: All right. And I have Clemson going against Oklahoma. Yikes. All right. Nobody has Oklahoma going against Notre Dame.
0: Hopefully not.
1: Nobody in the entire world has that matchup.
0: All right. Well, here's, here's what's going against Alabama just in the short history of the playoff. The number one seed has never won the playoff. Is that true? Yeah. Wow.
1: That's incredible. Also, I read that... It, so, you know, it, assuming all things are equal and they're not. Um, uh, so, Alabama and Clemson are both undefeated. Uh, so so is Notre Dame. Uh, but they didn't play a conference championship game. But... If Alabama or Clemson were to win the national title, they would be the first what 15 and 0 team in like over a hundred years. Yep. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, uh,
0: I mean, I yeah. I don't, has there been a 15 and 0 team? I don't know.
1: Um, yeah, there has been. I think. Geez, it might have been Yale. Who the heck knows? Uh, but uh, history is on the line here. That
0: 1888 team or whatever it is is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I,
1: one other thing that we didn't mention, but maybe maybe we'll actually f- factor into this game, is uh, that that revenge for Tua not winning the Heisman. Yeah. So I I wonder if people are still mad. It's been almost a month.
0: Hopefully, I mean, I, I mean I think the the difficult thing for Alabama is to try to find a you know get a chip or on their shoulder or some sort of motivation. Sure. And I think <clears throat> Kyler winning it, which I think again he deserved it. May provide that a little extra motivation that they have going into the game, but at the end of the day, I don't know if you need uh, a ton. You know, even if Kyler doesn't win the Heisman, they're still better than you in almost every offensive category statistically in the country. And so, hey, you got a top-ranked defense because top-ranked offense. That should be motivation enough. If you're playing for to go into the national championship and win uh, another one. Um, and if you're not motivated, you're not motivated. But maybe Kyler gives just a little dash of. Extra motivation, we'll see.
1: All right, let's talk New Year's 3. The three games actually happening on New Year's Day. First up, we have the 1 p.m. Fiesta Bowl. Um, this is 11th ranked LSU, uh, touchdown and a half favorite. Actually, no, just seven and a half point favorite against 8th ranked, undefeated UCF. UCF, obviously, still without their starting quarterback. Uh, But the argument goes that they're actually playing for a lot more here. A win to LSU ostensibly doesn't mean as much. Um, So this is a little unfortunate because... I mean, LSU can't really win this game. I mean, they beat UCF. You know, like... UCF doesn't have their quarterback. Uh... But if they lose to them, oh, LSU wasn't really playing. I, you know, like, I, I I don't know. This is an unfortunate matchup, and That's I don't know. It's not a there great
0: w- scenario for either team.
1: Yeah. I don't know that there's really a better one. But I do hope UCF wins. I'm not sure if they do, but I'm going to pick them to win 28 uh, 24.
0: Why do you want them to win?
1: Just because they're a, a group of five team. And so represent
0: the UABs of the world. Yeah, right.
1: They're a, g- a group of five team. They've worked hard this season. They had a really unfortunate uh, bit of luck uh, a couple games back. Yeah, that was uh, but they they still won their conference championship. Uh, you know, they're the the feisty upstart. And I, I sort of think that in order for a a group of five team to get any sort of consideration in this playoff system, <laughs> it might take three full years of being undefeated uh, before somebody's like okay we need to stick them in there um, so I don't know we'll see
0: yeah I uh, you want the SEC to win I do want the SEC to win even if it's LSU um, and I mean you know the greatest coach of all time at Ordron, right yeah um, so I, I and I think LSU is gonna win yeah I don't I mean, UCF has looked good even without um, McKenzie Milton at quarterback. Uh, but I think LSU is going to win. I think they'll cover. I think they'll win 38-27. All
1: right. All right, then we have 5 p.m., the Rose Bowl. <laughs> this, is, this is the ninth-ranked Washington Huskies against uh, the sixth-ranked Ohio State Ohio State is only a a six-and-a-half point favorite, which seems weird to me. Ohio State usually puts up a lot of points, um, even in the games that they struggle uh, or the games that they've they've lost this year. Washington scored ten points in their conference championship, which, to be fair is 10 more points than Ohio State scored in their conference championship. But the fact that Ohio State is only 6.5-point favorites is just strange. I think wish, uh, wishing Washington loses, and I think they lose big. I don't know. Like, I'm thinking 42-20. to 20.
0: Yeah, I've got it 45-24 for Ohio State. Um, yeah, I don't like this matchup at all. I mean Ohio State's offense. I mean what they did to Michigan's defense, which was one of the, you know is the top in some categories in the country. Uh, I, I can't imagine that the Huskies can keep pace with that uh, with what they showed in the Pac-12 championship game. Um, yeah, six and a half is strange. I don't like the matchup for watching at all. The only thing I can guess is that six and a half spread is somehow the Chris Peterson effect. You know the Boise State versus Oklahoma back in the day. Um, and somehow, you know, he pulls out some sort of crazy play or scheme that makes Ohio State struggle. I just can't imagine that's the case. Uh, I think the Ohio State players will be playing for their um, uh, leader and character, Urban Meyer. Is he coaching this game? I, I, don't, I think so. I
1: think, I think, I think
0: you're he, right. I think,
1: I think, he think, think he's he going to
0: retire after the Rose Bowl. So it's his final game. They'll want to win for him, and they'll just obliterate the Washington Huskies. Yeah. That's I, I, how I I see don't even it. know if I'm going to watch this game.
1: No. I mean, because our, our thinking all year long is, why would you watch a Pac-12 game? And <laughs> And that applies here as well.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's on a reasonable time, though, you know, so. Yeah,
1: but it's in the Rose Bowl. It's out west. It's the Washington Huskies. Uh, Just, mm, no, no. That's rough. All right. Then, finally, we have the Sugar Bowl on at 8.45 p.m. This is number five-ranked Georgia, 13-point favorites against number 15 Texas. So, Georgia, I, f- I feel like this is a big letdown spot for them. They were very close to being considered for the playoff. And honestly, I think if the playoff hadn't shaped uh, or sh- shook out like it had last year where Alabama got in as, uh, I don't know, as not having won... Uh, the championship, And there were two SEC teams last year, and they were Alabama and Georgia. I don't know. I think without that recent history, maybe Georgia would have gotten in. I think most people would agree that Georgia was one of the best uh, four teams, but they had just lost Alabama, and they had two losses. <coughs> so they weren't in. So I don't know. Are they happy going to the Sugar Bowl, playing against Texas? I, I don't think so. I, I don't know that this game means a whole lot to them. Texas, on the other hand... We're not recently playing for a playoff spot. Not recently being seriously considered for it. Um, they lost to Oklahoma. Uh, I, I think I, I think they have more to get up for. Um, I think this is also Sam Ellinger's last game. Um, I don't know. I think Georgia's the better team here, but do they play for it? I don't know. I don't know. This one I have really close... Uh, I am actually going to pick Georgia to win, but I think it's like 31-28. to 28. I don't think they cover.
0: Yeah, I I am going to pick Georgia to cover. I mean, Texas played Oklahoma pretty close, but I, I don't think they have a stellar offense. Um, I think Georgia's defense is going to smother them all game. They might score here or there. I think... <clears throat> um, yeah, Georgia's just an, a better all-around football team. Texas definitely does have more to play for. I think it might be close for a little while, then Georgia pulls pulls away late. Uh, and I think they went 38-17. Okay.
1: All right. So that's actually all the games we're going to preview. There are a number of games on tomorrow and the next day. So the 27th, 28th. Uh, That I'm not even going to bother to talk about because, quite frankly, I'm not sure when I'm editing this and putting this up. But um, those are the big ones. Uh, We will be back next week to talk about how these games all shook out and to also preview the national title game when it is Notre Dame and Oklahoma um, (laughs) playing for all the marbles. Um, there actually should be a consolation bowl. I feel like to really evaluate who's in third place. But yeah, I think um, that's a good idea. Maybe when they expand the playoff. Um, all right. Uh, so that's it for us. Mark, you got anything else you want to discuss?
0: I think that's it. man
1: All right. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else fine podcasts are distributed. Please rate and review us wherever you find us. It helps with our ranking. Until next week, happy holidays.